Good morning. Welcome into In Focus on News Radio KMAN. Today we've got uh, Pottawatomie County featured on In Focus, and it is Dee McKee. She's back with us here in the studio today, Pottawatomie County Commissioner. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for letting me come back. Maybe there's some <laughs> nice in that. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. We always appreciate getting to have you. It's nice to have you back in the studio. We didn't get that last month, I know, but um, how are you doing this this morning? Well, I'm still alive, and I'm better than I was yesterday in terms of uh, <laughs> watching the rain and the improvements that that makes to the whole area. So The rain is uh, really nice to see. I mean, I know we've been so dry, but... Uh, especially in Pottawatomie County, you have all that beautiful prairie land out there. It's going to turn green here in a few weeks. It's going to be just lush and gorgeous. Yes, and when I say it's nice to see it rain, it's because we have had prairie fires uh, with our county and surrounding counties, and we have a fantastic group of volunteers that serve the county. I've had several individuals in the county come back and say they're just amazing. Part of our strength is, if I can add the, I think we're doing it right, it's a county-wide generally um, fire department and we have tried to p purchase for them uh, brush trucks that are all alike they may be a, a year difference but so if a volunteer goes to one place they can operate that truck the air packs are such that they can get them on and get out into the fires and take care of things and um, we have good reciprocity with surrounding counties to try and solve processes as well as with the force uh, uh, department in the state of kansas who brings in flights and pick up water and drop it to stop uh, fires. I don't know if people know that that collaboration across those ent entities for those emergencies exist and really work well. And we have improved our ability with uh, good radios to all of those the volunteers so that they can say, here, I need help, or heaven forbid, come get me out of here. Um, it's tough to fight fires in those deep ravines. And as you've watched last year, it was dry and the grass is deep and the old wood that has fallen down because of the high winds is there and it feeds a fire, and even when we put them out, they're not so easy to retain that guarantee that it's not smoldering, and if the wind comes up, we have fire again. So thanks to all the volunteer fire department out there and the people that support them, it is essential to our operations to have people willing to jump out of bed and go serve when they can, men and women, incidentally. Yeah. And if anybody's interested, why contact the fire department to get training and and participate yeah it was it was about three weeks ago there was the there was the really bad day i think it was on a saturday um and there was like two fires going in potawatomi county almost simultaneously one over by the um bellevue area and another one up north and yes when they're both going that's when asking flights to come and drop water they're going to one they go to the other uh, those are individuals i think that are signed up but do not necessarily uh they probably get paid by the fire department, uh, forest department, but uh, it, it really is tough to fight two or three. And when they get going fast and 30 mile an hour, hour wind, you can't outrun them on in pasture where there's no roads. You can't just go off the edge of the cliff and get ahead if it's going north. So they, they really do take a lot of help and training and so on. We don't want somebody hurt doing it, but it is a, a big challenge to not have structures get burned. Now, how does that work whenever they have to call in the uh, someone from air from the state or something to do they have to sign a disaster declaration or how, how does that work? Um, I'm not sure I can tell you exactly the same. When I was commissioner back in Ford County, we we were like the person who called out the National Guard or the support, but we have a FEMA director and she does it and uh, it's interfaced with the police and the fire and the ambulance. Mm -hmm. They all are on the same radio system to, to talk to each other or response. Uh, they might not all get the same message at the same time. 
I never got a radio so I could mm-hmm. listen or I'd probably be busy wanting to go out there and see, see, see what's going on and get in the road. But they do work together and they have the system tied to the state. And um, how does it work specifically? You're not going to have to have somebody else from our county come talk to you. <laughs> okay. Well, good enough. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I repeat the, the same thing you said about all the firefighters and uh, they do a, a really good job and they've been taxed here so far this spring. Um, one thing I know that we were looking at social media last night, a lot of folks were kind of complaining here in the Manhattan area about uh, the wait times for traffic. I know that project on Highway 24 is a, a little bit of a, an issue right now over there by Green Valley Road. It's a big issue. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're being kind in uh, the process. Yeah. It, it, it had a discussion on media about we were going to close it and, and operate one way, and then that, they, that was fearful. I mean, to me, even I said we need a, a full-time stoplight at Excel. Everything was going to go to Excel, back up the street to uh, Elk Creek, and then back over to Green Valley and not go down Green Valley. But they made a modification, so car- traffic is on 24. That's the concern, largely, and it's one way, both directions, from Green Valley west uh, till they get the center median drainage, which if you've been there, we could have pretty pretty well raised carp right there in the middle of the road and gone fishing next spring. <laughs> we didn't need any lakes or parks, but they'll make that drain. And while, while they're working at it, on and it's about six weeks that's estimated, and of course the rain doesn't help us hit that absolute six, six weeks, excuse me, six weeks time to get it fixed, we were told yesterday. But I drove yesterday, went on to McCall Road to come back to uh, Excel Road, and it took me a half hour to get from McCall to Green Valley. And I waved at the police sheriff's offices sitting there watching it. There's nothing you can do to speed it up. They, they, it's better when they go into two lanes and then come together when it says merge. Otherwise, it would, be, it would have been clear to the mall and maybe all the way to <laughs> Fort Riley. I don't know. But there's a lot of traffic. And as we've grown out there, every time the house goes in and 100 houses a year, Two cars, uh, generally, and that doesn't include the school buses that were. I watched some of the school buses didn't get back early either, <laughs> probably. <laughs> but uh, it's going to be something that people should know about. I I did drive the Blue River Road going out on Barnes Road and and turning to the east, and you'll get into the backside of Green Valley. But the road is muddy, and it is. Um, I ask our road and bridge people to take a look at it as soon as they can get a chance. But uh, because of all the traffic, it potholes and. It does that when it's dry, then when it's raining, it's there. And that's part of the dirt road. And We have pretty darn good, solid, you're not going to sink and, and stay stuck kind of roads with rock on them, but they do, they do pothole when uh, traffic goes by. We have a caller standing by, so uh, we'll go to the phones now. You're on in focus with uh, D. McKee here. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. Uh, got a question for the commissioner lady there. Um why couldn't they not make a left turn on the Green Valley and uh, just keep everybody going straight east on that and then make them go up uh, XL Road and still have, instead of having that little uh, turn lane there for everybody that goes up Green, Green Valley Road there, there's like 2,000 cars that go up there a day. So they really didn't think this out very well. And this is why, this is why we vote to get competent commissioners in there to know what the, how they do their job and help get things going. Well, I appreciate your question, and I live, I live there. Uh, to answer your question, the control on that project, since it's Highway 24, does not stand in the hands of the county. We did talk to them about the stoplight on Excel. That was the plan a week ahead of that, and explained to them that if people, all of those people, no one could have turned north 
on Green Valley, it would have been quite a circus uh, to try and figure out how to circle around. If you make a wrong turn and you're not from Green Valley, you'll probably never find your way back to the school, which is some of the traffic. They made the decision to change it, and that they being the KDOT, along with our county in discussion, thinking that keeping the road going two ways uh, without um, that turn would be possible. It, it's still very, very awkward, but they went from one idea to another. And frankly, living down there, sometimes I agree with you that I wish they had planned a little bit better, but the weather has interrupted the ability for you to use that back road behind the bank that they built. Um, it's Gotti Lane, I think is what we're going to call it. Maybe it's can't remember. But anyway, it's being built behind the bank and what was the uh, motorcycle dealership. And I, I can only empathize with you because I do not have, as the county commissioner has no control over what goes on a state highway. We don't even, we tried to even get them to give us some alternate routes if we had a wreck in that situation. And we can't create according to our sheriff, alternate routes, information without KDOT's permission. So it's it's a cliffhanger once in a while. Do we have another phone call here? All right, another caller here waiting on the line. Good morning. You're on In Focus. I'm so glad you're there. You know, these years of going for daily cancer treatments, when you tied up the Highway 24, I'd kick it off to the north side on Excel, go around behind the football field over to Green Valley before school started, and I had a straight shot into town uh, there at Green Valley in 24. But then the buses started rolling. It should have been going across the new Blue Valley, Blue River uh, Bridge, and that tied that up. So now today we had new chaos out here on 24, and I use that word chaos advisedly. I've used it in the Maybe area accurately. with the elected. <laughs> With the elected officials, I've had them jump up on the table and run up screaming in my face. It's not chaos. Well, this morning was the three hours of uh, programming of, about the uh, Highway 24 and Green Valley Road here on the news. Um, I got a new word from the news guys. Expanded my vocabulary. The word is unnecessary. So tomorrow my new T-shirt is going to read unnecessary chaos. But anyway, today they had them in a different lane. So when I got to the People's Bank, there's a wonderful abandoned left-hand turn uh, lane, and I kick it over into that and go south on Excel Road across the railroad track. But then we come into the most horribly maintained sand road in Pot County, and uh, you can't get much more than 25 miles an hour. But I make that one-mile square and come out northbound there on the south end of of uh, Green Valley Road, and there's only one car, or maybe two, sitting there at the light, and then I'm in the center lane with my left-hand turn on 24, and the people coming off of Green Valley Road are over to the east side of the intersection, mm -hmm. so I got a straight shot on in to Manhattan, with no, and you can look at the trucks that you saw in front of you, and they're still sitting back there in line. It's the most, and I know nobody that they're beating on the inside of the windshield and screaming. <laughs> and checking their uh, voter registration cards so they can vote against the elected officials in Pot County. But, uh, you know, five years ago or more, we all voted with our feet and our money and moved over here to Pot County. But uh, we, we weren't ready for the overpopulation, you know, and we knew we would hope that if Pot County carried anything about the new residents, they'd put a, a, a extension to the courthouse 
on Green Valley Road or over at Wamigo, so we wouldn't have to drive that horrible distance out there to Westmoreland for no reason to do the automobile thing. But and the voter registered. But uh, you know, it's just. Uh, it's amazing. Oh, thank you so much for being there and exposing yourself to this kind of well, I appreciate thing. your comments. Most of them have a lot of validity. I guess my hope is everybody understands that when we get the road done, at least that segment will be improved. There will not be in our county area a problem, but where, where it moves into the city, they intend to do some work where they cross the railroad track by... Uh, um, oh, yeah. uh, uh, Levy? Levy Drive, and that will be another one of those times when it's going to happen. Every one of these says to us, and uh, to me especially, that we need an alternate route and a, a, a bridge across the Blue River to be able to support Manhattan's growth, and it's, it's their shoppers and people that go to eat and everything that are on that side of the river. We did apply with uh, a base grant in the last month to get further processed at doing that particular bridge, I would, if, if anybody's from Manhattan driving that way, would appreciate, and I'm going to do a little political commercial, commercial that you talk to your commissioners and talk them to in, join us in trying to get one of these grants, because if we do, 80% may be paid by the federal or state, and 20% would not be very much to spend for the safety and security of the school kids that are there in your district, and the safety and security of all the people who come to work, and the military has paid us 200000 to study that because they want response time of one hour for all the military that live in our county. And there, there are a lot of them. And so we are not separated, but we are not getting the, the kind of affirmation. I think the Chamber of Commerce put it up on their list is more important right now. But it is a value to the growth that is somewhat anticipated or expected in our, our region, and we cannot be behind it entirely because people do not deserve to have half-an-hour drives down dirt roads that are challenging, and I keep driving them to see how well we could go. But come at, talk to the – in Manhattan, people need to talk to the, uh, the commissioners, and you have three here. They represent the entire county. You have one. And that's the one thing we've gone to them two years ago and said, we want to build a bridge. Can we put it together? Uh, can we work on it? And we're, we'll keep on our side doing that. But it needs to become part of a regional expectation because without it, it's going to be an awful tough sell to get people to continue to grow. You have a, agreed with Manhattan that you will not encroach on Fort Riley and go to the north. Don't know that you're really playing that game, but that was an agreement several years ago. And so with that, that makes this region need to have the expansion and space that comes on our side. And we aren't trying to – we don't ask to be annexed or anything like that. We say we we don't have that much debt. We can go ahead and help with building these roads. But we got to have common sense about trying what goes what goes on on that road while it is the major link for major companies. Yep. All right. Well, we'll take a break. We'll stop it here and uh, come back more in focus in a moment with Dee McKee. You're listening to In Focus on News Radio KMAN.